So hello, Matt Mitchell from Matt Mitchell and the Cold Hearts, amongst other bands, obviously. Welcome to Just Chopsin Podcast. And uh, I think you know my co-host, David. Yeah, we. I think we've met on a few occasions, haven't we, Dave? Yeah, we have, yeah. So we've uh, met when you were with Colour and Noise, and then um, the last saw you then at, at Sonic Rockstock when uh, you were with the Cold Hearts. That was a really good evening, I was. That was yeah, that, that was a, a good memory there, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Really, really good, wasn't it? You're sporting your Colour of Noise t-shirt there. Yeah, like well, I, I just nice. showed my cousin now. I don't know whether you actually saw this or not. So I've got the Colour of Noise tat there as well. Like, if you can see it at the top there. Very nice. <laughs> that's, that's um, yeah. Well, I was going to say that's never going to go, but then, of course, you can, you can always get things covered up these days. <laughs> or lasered <laughs> off. That's or lasered off, yeah. No, or just get your arm cut off. They're all here to stay. The Mrs. reckons when I die, she reckons she's going to peel my arm and then get it framed. Because she said it's probably the most expensive thing we own. Hmm. What if (laughs) she dies before you? Well, I don't know. I think she's planning on me doing it first. (laughs) That's right, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, so if we start with current day then, so we'll start with your your solo stuff with Matt. Um, Cold Hearts. So you had your first self-titled album out in 2019. Yeah. Yeah, which was really, really cool. I, I really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, Black Diamonds is a hell of a rocking track. It's a great track. Eh? It's just really good. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. It's um, It, it kept it really quickly. Uh, I used to co-write that, that song. But, of course, when you're in the studio putting something together, you never really know if it's going to hit or miss, you know, um, I've always found that really, you know, you sometimes you think, yeah, this is the song, this one's going to be brilliant. And it's the one that kind of doesn't come out so well or something. But uh, that one was really quickly recorded and just came out. I couldn't have been happier with that one, actually. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, oh, this, you know, because it's such a great rocking track. You know, when, I, when I've seen you play it live, it's, it's a really, really good track. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's good. It's good. And then there's some, some uh, more ballady type tracks. You've got Home on there as well, which is obviously about going through a struggle and then coming back through the other side. So that's a, yeah. a good track as well, man. Home's it's probably uh that's probably one of my that's probably my favorite track on the on the, on that album, actually, I'd say. Um because of the way it was written and um and, and the style it's in. Uh you know, I, I really like it. The whole album, in fact, actually is, is a little bit left field. For, for you know, since the, from the Color of Noise record, it was it was quite different. So, um, and actually different from the Fury and stuff. Again, uh, it was quite nice for me to be able to have an opportunity to put something out there that I just wanted to do. You know, yeah, it's one of those kind of records. You know, yeah. so I was yeah. really pleased with uh, with the response. Yeah, yeah, I like that home song. That was really good. Yeah, it's a nice track. It is a good track. And then you've got um, which is obviously about mental health. It is, yeah. Yeah, so that's a that's a good track as well. I like that. Really good track. So yeah, I I um chose to put that out at the end of last year. Um, yes, in conjunction with um World Mental Health, trying to raise awareness, and uh, I mean you know, a little more awareness. Mm. Um, 
But uh, yeah, it's something that I feel is is always good to to mention, not just on World Mental Day or Mental Health Week, but like um, you know, these things should be talked about all the time, really. You know, uh, yeah. so yeah, it was just an opportunity to 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 stand up and say, hey, you know, let's think about this, you know, um, and yeah, and as the song is is related to that, it was a, it was a good good choice. Also, you know, that whole thing about, I think it was the fourth single from the album. Um, and then, of course, I've left it there. <laughs> you got any more than that. <laughs> yeah, because the other ones then were Day to Watch You. Day to Watch, yeah. That was another single that came out as well. And you, you, you released that as well, did not Yeah, well, actually, yes, the, the acoustic version. It's not acoustic, it's piano and voice. Um, but it's uh, it's available on the CD of the album. So um, hey, look at that! <laughs> look at that! Is it signed? <laughs> it, it will be. You see you at Steelers. <laughs> oh, it is. It's signed. In, yes, it's signed inside. Oh. So I obviously had a pre-order. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, there's two there's two extra versions that are just on the CD version. Um, but you know, maybe there'll be some. Um, something, something else at some point. You know, there's going to be a, another release at some point, so I'll probably do something else as well. Yeah, that's cool. And with so with your with your the cold hearts, so you're on some really really big stages as well, and you know, represented in some uh, in some of the good festivals in the UK. So you know, Planet Rockstock. Obviously, you're going to be playing at Steelhouse this year. You got the Dementia Awareness one as well that you've been on. So, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, Got very lucky with this, uh, the Cold Hearts event of mine. Um, Rambling Man was uh, was great. Uh, Chris Ingham has been, in fact, Chris Ingham uh, has been great to me for the last 10 to 10, 12 years. In fact, uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's another story. You know, he, he, he really um, championed another one of my bands, Furion. Um, so it was great for him to get me on Rambling Man. Um, and yeah, Steel House is coming up. I can't wait to get the mountain. Um, only because I've been there before, so I know what to expect. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I've had some good shows actually. I've had some runs um, with the Cold Hearts so far. Um, had some good shows. Got some good ones coming up with the Choir Boys again and Broken Wit Rebels. They're a great band, so yeah. I'm looking forward to um, although they're just acoustic, actually. I'm just um, opening up for those guys acoustically, but uh, I love doing that as well. So, um, it, it's all good. You know, the more the merrier, you know, it's all welcome. And, and as far as festivals go, um, yeah, it's all welcome. That's <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. It gives you, a, gives you a broader, you know, it gives you broader exposure to, to some new fans, doesn't it? Which, uh, you know, uh, pretty much most of the guests that I've been to, you know, a lot of the bands that I've discovered I've been through festivals, to be honest. So yeah. you know, you, you turn up a bit earlier to see the the band that you want to watch, and you might end up watching somebody else, or you stay on a bit longer and watch somebody else, and all of a sudden you uh, you know, you fall for another band. It's great. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I mean, even playing festivals, you know, I, I've found bands that I remember. There's some bands uh, from playing festivals, say in Belgium and stuff, from back in the day. Like, wow, that you know, who, who are they, you know, and why have I not ever heard of them before, you know, especially in you know, that whole thing around Europe, there's, there's just so many things. Um, I remember going back to, 
Oh, one of you guys speaking from Holland. Yeah. Yeah, me, yeah. You I'm are in Holland, Holland yeah. yeah. Wow. I I I kind of thought I heard that in um in another one of your interviews. And um I played a festival in Rotterdam called uh, I think it's called Baroque Festival. Okay. And this was going back, this was going back 2012, uh, something like that, in Rotterdam, yeah, Baroque. And it was through Monster Energy. And um there, there's probably about three bands from that festival that I'd never heard of, but I'm still listening to now, you know. Mm -hmm. Karma to Burn being one of a band called Karma to Burn. Fantastic band. Um, and another one called Honky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, great stuff. So that, that, was, that was just outside of Rotterdam, that was um, Baroque. But I remember at the time I was saying it wrong as well, so I may be saying Yeah, it probably. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. And then, um, so if you've got some news coming out with regards to the Cold Hearts? Yes, I mean, um, I've literally just finished tracking an album. Um, I'm extremely excited about it because there's there's some whole new things about this out for me. Um, most of it was written in lockdown. Um, there's a lot of guitars played from myself um it, which is really exciting for me because obviously I, I play lots of guitar but i never really put it out there or or i don't even really think about it that much i just i just use it at all um to write songs with um i've always just seen myself more as a singer but between me and the co-producer um we both kind of decided oh these parts are really good so we're going to keep some of these which is great because what i normally do is i normally just say to the guitarist you play all the parts um just please please play all the parts you know yeah. but now what we've got is a mixture of um uh, my guitars and then mara laconi who is the uh cold heart guitar player fantastic uh guitar player and fantastic guy um him and also some extra guitars from mark alvarici who is co-producing and um, yeah, it's going into the oven now, so to speak. Yeah. So it's it's with the mixer now. Although there's a few setbacks where um, people are having to do different you know, different work on different things and blah 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 blah. But I will hear um, maybe half of that record over the next three or four weeks. Okay. So I'm just. It's one of those things, Dave, where I've been I through the whole process. I've been trying not to this is going to be amazing or something. Yeah, I've just been like, just letting it take its course. Um, but then the last things I heard, I was just like, oh no, now I'm really like this. <laughs> you know, so I just really love the songs and um, yeah, it's going to be good. So, I mean, as far as, as far as it being released and anyone else hearing it, of course, that's going to be down the line. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, so yeah, nothing's, nothing's, there's a lot of talk at the moment with uh, a lot of different people and different things. So at the moment, I just wanted to go, I'm going to make a record with some great songs and it's, and I want it to sound good and I want these people working on it. And so that's, that's the, that's the first thing. Mm. And uh, yeah, we're at that stage, as I said, it's now in the oven. So we'll yeah. see what happens. So are you likely to give us a taster at Stilos of any of your new tracks or is it going to be, everything off your first album well this is the thing actually um yeah i probably will knowing me um i remember i remember con did the same thing when we played house i think we had just um 
the album, I'm, I'm pretty, the album wasn't out at all. Mm. We didn't have the album out then. And uh, I think we had just written, Can You Hear Me? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we played we played it still out straight away. You know, so we just thought, yeah, why the hell not? Um, I remember that, that was, was great. So yeah, I'll probably stick, stay with that kind of thing and, and, and put it out there. But um, it depends really if, um, if anyone's no, don't do that, mm. you know. Uh, but yeah, I'm expecting to play something new. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, cool. Good. Good. So the the band that you, you were they still the same guys from from Planet Rockstock? Everybody's still the same. Yeah. yeah well, the, the thing about Mammoth and the Cold Arts, and this is why I that I, I never really wanted to come out with something under my own name, just under my own name, um, because for one, I thought. Uh, you know, I want. It was obviously a solo record, but um, I wanted to have a collective of 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 musicians and different people and things come in and out, really. So, of course, that's why it's uh, myself and a collective. You know, so there's a whole bunch of different musicians. I try and stay to the same band, um, but every now and again there might be a different guitarist or a different bass player. Um, and then sometimes I might go and record in a different fashion and use a cellist or uh, use a pianist or or sometimes have a keys player and sometimes not, you know. Yeah. So I think it I think it's kind of cool that it gives me that option. But yeah, the main guitar, the main guitarist is Marrow, the main drummer is Matt Cherry, Dominic Ladd and Giulio Grancelli both play bass. Um keys, it's uh, it's a flip up between a couple of people and um yeah, it's it, it's it's good like that mm. for me, I suppose. You know, um, I love the band thing, um, but uh, with this, it works really well like that. Um, it seems to, and it and it seems to be kind of like a happy a happy thing for everyone for it yeah. to work that way. You know. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that's good. So when, when you... I think also because I'm um, <laughs> just chiming also because um, no one can end it really. Except for myself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, we're not gonna do this anymore. You know, so it's just like tell myself that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. So, so um with regards to the album then, Matt, do you think it'll be coming out? I very much doubt that. Okay. But um yeah, I can't see that happening, but maybe uh maybe a single or two. Okay. But for the whole record. I can't see that really happening at this point. It's 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 possible, you know. Um, but with these things, you really need you really need a good few months to organise everything properly, and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, would probably I say unfortunately because I want to get it out there, and by the time it's out, I'll be bored stiff of it probably. Uh, but it's um yeah, so it will probably get early spring thing i would have thought but you never know you never know you never know yeah okay cool all right so um talk a little bit about color and noise then so obviously that was a, a venture that you had around about 2014 15 you met up with bruce um, yeah. and uh, released the album um how, how did you get to to know bruce did you know bruce before that or i knew bruce yes um you were bruce because i knew bruce from the Little Angels. I mean, the first time I ever saw Bruce, I was watching Bruce and Toby and the guys supporting Bon Jovi when I was um, 
in my early teens up at Milton Keynes Bowl, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, we, I remember thinking it's quite weird, like, you know, I ended up sort of doing a band, you know. Yeah. Because I was I was just a fan of all, all of that, you know, back in the day when I was a kid. And, um, yeah, that's the first time I sort of ever saw Bruce. But, of course, I knew of him from the Brighton area because he ran the music college. Um, and then he started coming to see the band, my band Fury. Um, we were one of those bands that we would do extremely well um, in our hometown. I think it's, it's one of those things that a lot of bands, you know, and I think they, it's a good way to start, you know, doing very well in your hometown and then venture out, you know. And we would always have great shows. We'd always put on a great party and always have a great time. And Bruce was always on the list. Um, and sometimes he'd turn up to watch the band. Um, and I think that's how he kind of got to know of me. Mm. Um, and basically, I, I gave through friends of friends a little later on. Um, my name was put in the fold to sing in this project that he wanted to do. Bruce just wanted to do an album. It was time for him to do another record, you know. And... Um, yeah, they invited me down. And it, it was one of those things where we just on really well. We still get on really well, you know, um, now. Um, and it all just, yeah, clicked very quickly um, for that. So, yeah, that was that was the start of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. Because there's, there's some great tracks on that album as well. It's a, it's a really good album. And it's, Sarah said, no, I miss it. She said she still, when she goes running, it's the track that she uses in her earbuds when she jogs. She said, "Really?" She said she did like a half marathon to that to that album. <laughs> yeah, she didn't do it in thirty eight minutes, fine or whatever it was. <laughs> me, but the, it was obviously. You know, but so you could, you could have drive it like you stole it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so yeah, we we saw you saw you guys within kind of like that twelve months that you were you know you were touring. Um, fortunately, we didn't get to see you in Steelhouse, but then we saw you at the Dragonfly in the little local venue, Pool, and then we saw you in the Globe where you were with, down there with um, Toesland, and then oh, yeah. at Rockstock as well. So we must have seen you about five or six times, I think. And then um, obviously the unfortunate news came out then that uh, you guys were were going to put it to one side and knock it on the head, which was a real, real shame because that album was an awesome, really, really good album. Yeah, it's it's funny because for me it's um I actually talking about that record at that album I, I I found the other day um the CD and I was looking at it and I was thinking, oh yeah, you know, I really, I really like the cover thinking back, you know. Yeah. Um I was thinking that's a really cool cover actually. Um a great artist over in the States. And um I noticed that it was the very first one. As I look on the back, it said zero 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 one. I was like, oh, yeah. I've got the first one. <laughs> Which was quite yeah. But, um, yeah, I was too, I was also gutted, to be honest with you, at the, um, it was a long course towards, you know, leaning towards this meeting of us just going, oh, well, let's just leave it as a one album thing. And it's so many, so many reasons, you know, that, that come to that head. And it's funny because we had, we had some cool things lined up. We were just about to open main stage Rambler Man, I think. Um, there were some other things happening. Of course, Steve Strange, um, the agent Steve Strange, had, had, had helped us out a lot and got us some great shows and, 
and bits and pieces. And it was at a tipping point, I suppose. The biggest thing is, um, as anyone knows, and anyone that's in a band and, and, and people that, are, that support the bands as well, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, if there's not much support and financial support and label support and different things, it can be very, very tough, you know, yeah. even to get a band up and down the country. I remember, you know, many times people have said, oh, you know, why can't you come here or come there, you know, with, even with different bands. And it's a case of, yeah, you know, we, trust us, we will, go in, we will go everywhere, anywhere. But it's just a case of physically being able to do it, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what it was, really. Um, especially for Bruce, I, you know, it was just such an eye-opener for him. It was like, wow, is this, is this what bands have to sort of do now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, seriously. It was like a, so with this tour called the Stark Reality Tour. And that's what it was about. Mm. Um, and at that point, the, the lineup of the band had changed. You know, the drum had, uh, um, had gone and the rhythm guitarist had gone. And we actually had Mark Richardson playing drums for us um, on that last egg. And also at the last Rockstock. So um, you might have seen that one. Mm. Um, so that was cool. But yeah, just just the stability tour. Yeah, it yeah. was... Um, it was basically us just realizing, okay, if we do another record, you know, how much more of everything do we put into this? You know? yeah. And I think everyone also had other ideas of different things and people were thinking about doing other tours and stuff. And um, I was probably one of the ones that uh, sat and thought, okay, what am I going to do? What, what am I going to do now? You know, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, take Furion off of the side of the mountain that I'd left it on you know yeah um or do something else and um actually i i sat with um um thunders danny bows was uh because we toured with them and danny actually kind of co-managed color of noise um and uh he's been great he was absolutely wonderful for advice in fact and um had a bit of lunch with him one day and just sort of went through it really and said you know what do you think you should do at this point you know yeah. and at that point he, he was the one really that kind of helped me say listen go on this go and do a solo side thing you know um and i'm really pleased i did uh because it was it felt a bit risky at the time but it was great the, the two singles got you know a listed on planet rock and mm -hmm. um loads of radio play in fact and um lots of love and, um yeah and uh one tracks of the week and blah 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 and this that and the other you know it's it it actually it it went to heights that i didn't think it would so that was a good thing yeah. but of course most things that go up you know come down as well so uh you know the rule with these things is trying to kind of keep it stuck on the wall you know yeah 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 well there's that mountain again yeah yeah exactly you know. so uh, but yeah so very pleased to be very pleased to be here doing stuff you know it's it's um it's it's good you know it's always good yeah well I, i'm because I, I i hadn't heard of furion so the first time i saw come in contact with yourself was with through color of noise because i was a little angels fan and that's how kind of like i yeah. i mean yeah so you know and that's how i've started following your career now but I have started to listen to your back catalogue as well. So I've been listening to the Fury and stuff. 
which is a bit heavier than yes, a lot does. heavier than Color of Noise, and it's heavier than your solo stuff as well. It, it really is. Yes, it's um, it's a lot heavier. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's there's a whole sort of Furin story, really, and it, and it's not finished, you know. Mm. It wasn't a band that um, ended. Um, in fact, in 2015, uh, we put out the second album, and um, yeah, it was still going. In fact, when when Color of Noise started, uh, Furin, we went and played um, Woodstock Festival in Poland, which is they now call it Poland Festival. Which is, I couldn't believe it when we when we landed that. The manager said, oh, yeah, you're playing second on the uh, main stage. And I was like, okay, what is this festival, you know? And he was like, oh, it's, it's amazing. And I was thinking, yeah, 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 sure, you know, blah, blah. And when I looked it up, I was like, what? You know? And then when we got there, I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, it's what an amazing, amazing festival and the opportunity to do that so that was the last thing we did we left it sort of there always with the view to do another record and carry on um, um fun enough for me color of noise got so busy that that kept getting sort of slightly put on the back burner so uh it's something that's going to be coming up at the moment um now that the first and second album have come home um, the first album was with Frontiers. Uh, the second album was, was with uh, DreamWorks Records. Um, and they've come home now, so there's plans to, to, to probably do something else at some point, you know. Um, because we always loved doing that yeah. um, as well. It was, uh, it, was a, it was a myself and a guy called Chris Green. I don't know if you know Chris. No, I don't know. He now plays, he now plays guitar for Ty Cat. Um, uh, we wrote all the stuff, except for the song that I wrote with Rick Beato, uh, Disappear Again, the main sting of the first album. Um, yeah, and we always had fun writing the material. You know, It's kind of heavy, like you said. Yeah. We, we kind of put it in that bracket of Chin Down, Alter Bridge, maybe, I don't know. It was, it was, it was meant to be going down those lines, but uh, I think it actually came out heavy. It is definitely heavier, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's really good. It's really good stuff. So, uh, Thanks, yeah, so Thanks. please, that's, um, that's unfinished business. Like, you know. It is unfinished yeah, business, business, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I said, because it was never a case of, oh, we are finishing, blah, blah, blah. You know, there was never any talk of that. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's, now that um, business is being cleared up, you know, uh, contracts have come to an end, etc. Yeah, there's an opportunity now yeah. to be able to um, enjoy doing something new for it. Yeah. You know? Oh, it'd be cool. They were the, uh, back with the original members then. Well, that was the idea to start with, but again, that would be, um, yeah, it's all, it's all, it would all have to be properly discussed, and yeah, I, I, it would be, yeah, I wouldn't be able to say yeah. I, I kind of love to say yes right now. Yeah, yeah. But um, and uh, I did, um, I did vote for that uh, going back a, a few years ago. I remember sort of putting a message out to everybody sort of going, you know, let's do this. And 80% um, of 80% of it came back going, yeah. And the other 20 just sort of went, 
fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see, you know. But yeah, the original, original, original team would be amazing. But yeah, the back plate um, Woodstock was, um, I think it was me and the drummer that were the only the original members. You know? Ah, right, okay. And another one of those, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. What about um, Colour and Noise? You, you said you're still friendly with Bruce. Any chance of you and Bruce doing it together, maybe? Oh, man. You know, we... I would... Um, I'd love that. And in fact, actually, um, there is me and Bruce of... Um, now, this is, this, is, this is pretty cool. He is going to be um, a small part of something that's going to be happening as well. So um, I won't say much more about it. So there is a kind of, but it's not colour of noise. There is like a, a very small musical reunion between the two of us, oh, um, cool. so, which is very cool. But uh, yeah, we always talk when we get on the phone or something like that, you know, it's always a case of, oh, have you played any music, man? Yeah, blah, 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 doing this, doing that. Um, and we even, I think we even mentioned from time to time, you know, oh, wouldn't it be cool to do this, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, and I think Bruce is a very busy man, you know. Yeah. So. He's moved it on, hasn't he? He's moved up to the Shetlands or Orkneys or something. Yeah, he's, um, he's, he's, he's all over the place, you know. Um, and, um, yeah, he's, he's, doing, he's doing great, you know. I'm sure, I'm sure he says hi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Toby touched on something as well, didn't he, with uh, Little Angels when we interviewed Toby? So, oh yeah, I mean, I, I hope, I hope so. You know, yeah. Um, that's I mean, I'm, a, I'm, a, you know, me as a 14 year old was a was a Little Angels fan, you know, mm. um, and alongside with uh, the Quiet Boys and a lot of these other people that I kind of you know get to do gigs with now and I love that you know that's cool that is good yeah it kind of is you know uh for me um but uh yeah it was great to see the little angels on their live union actually yeah that was that was really cool so I'd love to see them guys be able to go and do something again you know yeah um as I'm sure every everyone would you know yeah um but again, yeah, yeah. Let's let let's hope for that one as well. You know? It'd be a cool lineup, wouldn't it? So you could have Little Angels, Wayans, Color and Noise, Matt Mitchell and the Cold Arts, Fury, <laughs> all on one lineup. Can you imagine? <laughs> you know what you like, all in one festival. I know. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? How good would that, that be? Would be? That would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send some emails out yeah. later. <laughs> yeah, it's it. See what we can organise, be amazing. And we yeah. get Skunk and Nancy on it as well with Mark. <laughs> It'd be great, oh, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, because some, some of the singles you released with the it was just you and Bruce when they were stripped back with the colour of noise. Yeah. You, and your vocals on Ami, awesome, absolutely fantastic. You know, not that they're not anyway, but on the stripped back versions, really, really good. Really good. Well, it's funny for me, colour of noise. Uh... I, it would be really rude of me to say that I'm not a massive fan of the actual record. Mm. Um, so I won't say that. Um, but for me, Colour of Noise was all about life. Um, mm. There was, we used to rehearse 
very hard. We used to rehearse all the time. Um, I've still got recordings from the rehearsal rooms where I go, whoa, for me, I'm like, there it is. That's where it is, you know. Even the other day, actually, I, I text Bruce and said, man, I've just been listening to this. You know, it sounded like, remember this, this song and this riff that you had, blah, 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 blah. And um, that kind of stuff. There was some really exciting stuff, actually, that just totally got through the net for me. Mm. Um, and, but that's the process, though, isn't it? Everything, you know, gets whittled down. And then what you come out with at the end is... So I, I guess that's why we got so much love for that album. Is what we concentrated down was, was that. But um, yeah, for me, it was always about the live stuff. I don't know if you ever got, um, you put a, uh, a seven inch vinyl out once and on the other side, I think it was Medicine Man, was, the yeah. Side, yeah. it had a live version of Head On yeah. from the garage in London. And um, I, I remember hearing that once and thinking, yeah, that's 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 the one. That's it. You know, <laughs> like for me, it was just all about that that vibe energy and and uh, yeah and yeah. The band was the band was that for me. Mm. So going back to what you were saying, stripped back versions were just felt totally natural and, and cool yeah. to do. And yeah, thank you very much. I felt um, vocally, I felt. Uh, really kind of good at that time because we were so busy and I was just so busy, you know, yeah. um, constantly, constantly singing really, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Really good. And then from the Furian days then, so before that was a band that I, I hadn't really heard of involved with called Pride. Yes. I mean that, yeah, that's really what kind of put me on the map really. Um, and we're going right back now uh, to before, just before digital. Okay. Um, me and Chris was the same guy that, that I did Furin with, the, the same guy that, um, as I said, Chris Green. And um, we'd grown up together, me and Chris. You know, we were buddies since we were about, yeah, about 14, 15. Um, had our first very our very first band together, uh, a band that we called Spread Eagle, which is a terrible name, which we then, rea <laughs> which, we then which we then realised there actually was a band called Spread Eagle in America. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course, but we didn't know that. I mean, you know, um, Chris's dad was a musician, uh, lovely guy, uh, very cool musician as well. And I think that I think it was actually him um, that named our band anyway so we had this band thing led to another anything you know it, it i can't remember what happened with it now um but it dispersed and we ended up getting into different things and we all ended up sort of doing different bands and etc um i ventured off um and did a band funnily enough flipping the scripts with the guy that's now co-producing this record of mine the next record which is crazy he's based out in nashville He's actually currently on tour with Tiffany in the States at the moment. You remember Tiffany? Yeah, yeah. The, um, yeah, he's a pop star. And uh, she's cool. And um, really, so very, it's all sort of very randomly coming round. Mm. Um, and then me and Chris ended up putting a band together uh, when we were in our late teens. And that, at that point, so we were, someone asked us, can you guys put 
together an album with me. There was a chap called Art Gun. Um, and I'm going to get a deal for it. And of course, we were like, huh? You're going to get a deal for it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll get, I'll get it for this and, and, and we'll do it. It has to be in the style of this kind of thing. And at the time, we were playing pretty progressive, kind of maybe even more like Furian, mm. perhaps. Um, and then because we all loved kind of lighter music and everything else, you know, I grew up loving Bon Jovi, Def Leppard, and all that stuff. Um, it felt quite easy to go, right, we're going to do this. And if you've heard any of Pride, it's absolute AOR, you know. So, um, yeah, we did this out. And then, yeah, before I know it, you know, we, he, it was a case of it went out on a label called AOI Heaven, Point Music for Europe and EMI Toshiba for Japan. And we did a couple of records and we recorded the first album in a studio called Pearl Street in Liverpool. Um, and I remember Coldplay were, we were in room, we were in the SSL room and they were in the Neil next to us. And I'll never forget, because Chris came over going, um, that sounds like shit in there, man, you know, sort of thing. And I was just, and I went and listened and I was thought, I'm not sure about that, actually. I quite like the sound of yeah. it, you know, <laughs> because, you know, we were sort of like long hair and, you know, skid row t-shirts on and stuff like that, where, of course, that, that was a completely different genre of music. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who was upstairs. Of course, Coldplay went on to earn lots and lots of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was weird thinking back because it was all left on the desk. It was just at the just at the back end of the uh, of that time for digital. Mm. Um, so it's quite cool to think back now that I had that experience just, you know, of actually having to um, oh, do it again. No, do it again. <laughs> you know, like to have to record that way yeah. and um, and leave everything as it was and. I think where there was a bit of um, cut and paste on the tape, we did some stuff for some some backing vocals and bits and pieces that we did. Anyway, yeah, really, really a nice memory. And um, I do believe it did quite well for itself, but of course it was just all in a physical form, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, and that band did two albums and um, and then we decided we really, really wanted to do something a bit more than up to date because at the time it just felt like it was almost very uncool sort of you know i mean the the music that we were doing was was it had one niche market you know um which was the aor rock fans that would that would just uh that seemed to be there even now you know yeah. it's just yeah. that's that's the sound that they want um, and we wanted to move forward. So then we made a really big step and we said, we're going to put an enterprise or anyway, put an enterprise in us playing it. And we created Furian, um, dropped the tuning on the guitars and yeah, I just did that. And, uh, we ended up going to, uh, America and recorded our first album with now YouTube sensation, Rick Beato. Okay. Okay. Um, You've probably seen Rick because he's everywhere online now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then we, we, we just knew him as a producer and Kip Winger actually introduced us to him uh, as we were playing some shows with Winger and 
who's also a legend. And uh, <laughs> and um, we were like, I want someone that that can do this sound. And Rick had rec- had produced Shine Down, right? And we that's what we want mm. that kind of sound. And uh, yeah, they kind of he put us together really. And Rick cut demos and was like, "Yeah, let's let's do this," which was which was amazing. So we were in Chicago for a month, and then we were in Atlanta for another month, um, recording. And again, that is a time I will never forget. That was just amazing, you know. And then yeah. after that, there was a whole snowball effect. We had this great, great kind of um, attention from, and as I spoke about Chris Ingham, uh, Chris Ingham was were fantastic classic rock magazine and metal hammer magazine at that time i'm talking like 2010 um yeah and just really elevated uh the underdog up you know which was us at the time fantastic yeah w- was great so it's kind of like a whole thing you know yeah, 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 yeah. Enough, you said about pride it's um um so that's been 20 years um this and there was two of the guys are living in the states um so again it was one of those a message came through oh wouldn't it be good to do some some shows you know and i was thinking crikey you know <laughs> you know could i you know picked up an acoustic guitar it's like wow like just trying to remember these things that i'd written in my bed sitting bright and you know like uh oh yeah yeah maybe we could do shows. <laughs> um but i that, I don't think that would whatever happen, but there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pride, support yeah. fucking uh, Chris Martin on tour. Yeah, yeah. Do that. <laughs> well, I'll be quite up for that. Actually. I'll keep you quite up for that. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, funny. Funny thing is, is I, I'm now out. I'm, I, I now play Coldplay songs. You know, when I'm out doing cover songs and stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, you should have said to him when he came out. Oh, it sounds like shit in there. You said. You says, yeah, I think it's a band called Coldplay, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember. I remember at the time thinking to myself, like, I'm not sure. That sounds pretty good to me. I was kind of like, you know, um, but yeah. But you know, it's like, especially when you're young and you're into your rock. It's like, you know, no, this is what it's. It's just about this, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that. But that's what that's the rock and roll spirit. I that's it. So, how old were you when you first picked the mic up, Ben? So you said you were in your first band when you were around around about fourteen. Yeah, it was around about that time, I suppose. Uh, the first time I actually did anything um, like that was was at school. I remember I always wanted to play. From from when I was very, very young, my dad would come in and put Led Zeppelin 1 on downstairs, you know, and I'd be in, oh, five years old in bed, you know, and I'd he would come through the ceiling and I'd be just pretending, you know, to play, you know, I'll be, I always wanted to do it, you know. Um, but it's it's one of those things that I think sometimes it's almost like an, uh, uh, an accident how you can get into things unless you've got maybe really supportive folks mm. or maybe, maybe fortunate enough to have parents with a lot of money or something, you know. Yeah, I remember yeah. back in the day for me, it, when we were younger, especially, I mean, it, it seemed expensive, you know, um, to, 
I remember asking for a guitar once and it was like my mum's face, you know, was like, um, uh, yeah, like thinking, oh my word, you know, we're gonna have to remortgage, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was at school. Um, we were in a music lesson and we all had to groups and sing a song. And I got a couple of my friends, and I was like, right, let's let's do uh, this. You gotta think of the time of life as well. I was like, let's do this. Uh, I think Rocky Four was was out of the cinema at the time. Mm. And I went, really like that song, in the burning heart. You know, yeah. let's do that, yeah. And uh, they were like, yeah, all right. And of course, <laughs> when we got to do it in the in the, we all had to stand up and sing. And they didn't sing at all, you know, they were just like. <laughs> miming and I was just singing my head off you know um really enjoying it and at that point um it was a case of we're doing a band you're the singer blah 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 blah, blah you know and it kind of came together like that, oddly enough and I was like all oh, right so it was it was a nice kind of natural way of going into things you know um yeah and it wasn't really until I decided I went to music college um, after school and stuff because I thought this is what I want to do. I think I I was on a building site for about six months and realised that I want to be on a building site. You know? Yeah. Um, and that I wanted to somehow do music. And I remember I went to this uh, <laughs> I went to this careers office, and I remember the lady saying to me. Well, you might have to go into the army. And I thought, what is this? Like 1950, you know? I was like, come on. Um, and then she sort of put this form down table and said, oh, you could go to music college, you know. And I ended up going and doing like uh, a, a jazz diploma by, by all things, which was amazing actually, because it threw me in the deep end of, of music. Um, and yeah, they just they just had me singing blues and stuff really all the time, and, and um, of course because I also played an instrument, um, that really helped my musical knowledge. And yeah, just just things moved on from there really. And as soon as I came out of college, I was lucky enough to join a band, um, like a high fluting function band, and and start to earn a living singer. Yeah which I've never looked back on. I still do that to this day. Of, of course, we've had a, a very upsetting, crazy year and no one in the industry has been working or anything like that. And it's been, the whole world's been upside down. Um, but since them times, yeah, I've been pretty much out doing, yeah, lots of, lots of different shows of sorts. Yeah, for, for a long time now. Yeah, that's and, cool. Um, yeah, it's good. That is good. It right? is. I mean, you're paying your dues, really, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. The original music thing is the thing that um, that doesn't put that doesn't put the uh, the bread on my table. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it, it's all the other things that I do. You know, I yeah, probably about a hundred. Well, it was you know hundred gigs a year of sorts and lots of sessions and things. And I absolutely love it. You know, it's um, it's it's just something that of I feel very fortunate to be to be doing. You know, very fortunate to to have that. You know, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, to be a singer. I I I I couldn't see myself not do it, not doing it now. You know, mm. um, 
it'd be be, be, be weird hmm. yeah so who, who were your main influences when you were growing up you've obviously mentioned like Def Leppard and, and Joey what's really bizarre and I thought about this recently and it's it's a massive question isn't it you know who's your favorite band yeah. and it's like what you know it's like <laughs> I could not answer that you know yeah, it's like yeah. because it's gone from so many different things when I was a kid, the music that I really found myself, of course, as I said, it was my dad playing like Led Zeppelin, Moody Blues, things like that, that got me into, and then my mum played ABBA and stuff, you know, this really weird sort of switch. You know, when you're a kid, it was like, yeah. but I remember thinking this is all cool. All of it's cool. Um, and then I found Duran Duran when I was about eight, seven, eight of my own. I thought, wow, that's cool. And Ultravox and these other bands that were coming out. As I got a bit older, yeah, I think Bon Jovi hit in and I was just like, what's that, you know? And my first concert was Europe um, yeah. on their final countdown tour. Um, and I met, I remember I met them and I remember just like being totally in awe. And then my second gig was Bon Jovi on the New Jersey tour. Um, now I just lost my, I just lost it. Then I was just like, this is what I want to do, you know? Yeah. Um, and then of course that whole, and we all talk about it, about being a good time, you know, but that, then it all, the whole thing opened out from there. Def Leppard, I heard, I heard Hysteria and I was just like, that, that was my favourite band when I was at school. Mm. It was like, it was, you know, on, on my pencil case, Def Leppard. Yeah. It was my favourite band. Man. Yeah, but that was a great album though. Hysteria was, an, oh, was a great album, yeah. you know. Something about it and, and yeah. I remember my mum calling up the stairs. Oh, the, 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 when Steve Clark died. Oh, the guy, the guy in that band you liked passed away. You know, it's on the radio, and I was just in. You know, I always think of every year when that comes around. You know, I was, I was devastated. They were my favourite band at that that time. Very big influence. Um, I've only seen them a couple of times. Um, I'd love to. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's one of the people that I'd love to me almost because i'd be i'd be yeah. so I'd, oh man i would it's funny you talk about the fury and thing i'd never forget at one point and i think it must have been through duff press that working with at the time because i think they were doing something with Def leopard i woke up one morning to someone saying joe willick's talking about your band on the radio and of course that totally messed with me you know because <laughs> he was like i was like what and it was like, yeah, he's on Nikki Six's show in in over in, I guess it was in California. And it's like Nikki Six had asked him, are there any good bands coming out of? I mean, again, this is like 2010, mm, yeah. 11, 12. Uh, there bands coming out of uh, the UK at the moment. And uh, I heard the podcast, and then Joe goes, yeah, there's this band called Furum, you know, blah, and, I, and I was just like, yeah, because because he was, you know. He, he, he was the man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then the influences changed, don't they? I heard the Black Crows and I, all of a sudden I was wearing velvet flares and, uh, you know, and just, uh, yeah, that bit all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden for me it was like the Black Crows and again, like uh, I loved the Choir Boys and it was almost like a different, uh, a whole different change for me. Then I started thinking, what did these guys like? And then I started listening to Free 
Yeah. And yeah. and I did that whole digression, you know. And then I got into all the music going backwards again that Mike was listening to, you know, yeah. and went back and realized, wow, this is really cool. And um yeah, did that whole thing. Um and then sort of came full circle and then just yeah, everything sort of opened up again. And then I think I what was the next one? Yeah, then it was Chris Cornell. Yeah. I remember just thinking, but I was very late for that. It wasn't really the sound garden, the early sound thing. Uh, Chris Cornell, I think he did a he did a solo album called Euphoria Morning, which I still think is one of the best albums in the world. Um, yeah, and I sort of I, Jeff Buckley was another hit me as well as another. Yeah, that was another another big thing. Um, just at the point when we're still alive and yeah I just my whole sort of world for influence then totally opened out um, and then I found myself going straight back again into I think Bon Jovi brought out these days right which is another one of my favorite albums of all time and um, I then sort of went back to kind of uh, a very sort of narrow path again going oh i really just like this kind of thing you know yeah 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 and then it's just it opens out again and yeah so i think but that's 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 the wonderful thing about about it all like the music brilliant awesome yeah, yeah it is yeah it is awesome we said it, everybody we spoke to it's kind of like the one thing that everybody's missed during this lockdown period so there's you know there's been no shows and you know, for, for most of my mates that, you know, we, we go to shows, and I, I, I don't see them now. I only ever see them. So, you know, when you, you go to different shows around the UK and it's always the same sort of people or similar people that you see at these different shows. Yeah. So, um, I can't wait for it to all to open up and for it all to start going ahead again. I know. It's, it's going to be amazing to see to see everyone again. Um, I mean... Um, it was the same for me, of course, going out and playing gigs mm. as well. And and I think for many of the other bands going out and playing gigs, it's like, wow, especially these bands just tour yeah. a lot, you know. Um, for me, it wasn't so much about the original thing. It was more of my cover stuff that I'm constantly doing to, to, to earn. And uh, it all stopped. And it was like, whoa, you know, you realise that that's where you were seeing people, like what you were saying. You go to a gig, you meet up with everyone there, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, and then of course the, the whole um, the the whole online presence blew right yeah. up, didn't it, for everyone? And it was actually something that I didn't um, I didn't get to involve. You know, I, I I didn't I don't think I played one online. I haven't played one online show or anything like that. Not because I didn't want to, um, but because I kind of I was kind of enjoying what everything else I, I don't know what it was i just i kept thinking to myself oh maybe i'll do this soon you know i didn't have the quite quite the right setup to do it. um and then before i knew it i was just you know i was just watching everyone else and just going wow that's brilliant you know <laughs> and enjoy yourself there were some really good ones as well yeah that's been good that has been good you know that's, that's probably one of the one of the good things with social media isn't there really is a a burden it can be and you know it, it can be a quite a bad place to be involved in as well but it's, it's kept oh yeah 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 it? so 
you know, it has been a good thing, it's a bit of a blessing really during COVID. Absolutely, yeah, for the, for the bands and the music and stuff, it's been great. I mean, I'm not a fan overall, you know, um, like you were saying, you know, on the whole, the whole social media thing in general, I think it's just, you know, if I, sometimes when I, when I really think about it, it's like, well, you know, how crazy, you know, that, that everything is, is, is like this and everyone feels the need to have to just post, you know, post all the time about everything and, you know, whatever, whatever's going on. But I get it as well. I totally get it. You know, it's, uh, it, it's one of those things. And, you know, I've got many, I know many people that have sort of said, um, you know, I'm not doing that anymore, you know, and then, you know, and they're almost talking like it's, um, you know, a very hard thing to stop doing, you know, because yeah. it's a habit, I guess, you know, it is, yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah. yeah, and all of that stuff. But, but let's face it, it's also an amazing thing, you know, yeah. you know, it's, it's just, it, it's, an, you know, it, it's great, you know, so it's just, I guess it's, like most things, it's just trying to find a happy medium, you know? Yeah. Yeah, sort of its own worst enemy, really, isn't it? <laughs> Is it? Yeah. 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 But, I mean, but right now, right now, we're getting to chat. Um, we'd pro- maybe we could do this you know, anyway without social media, but it's really social media that's kind of put this together, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 It's, so, it's, weird. Uh, it's a weird one, uh, you know? It, yeah, like you said, in one breath, you love it, and then and in the other breath, you hate it, and... I, I just think it's because there's so many fucking idiots on it, to be honest. That's not, yeah, that's not the problem. It is. There's a lot of negativity on it, but you've got to yeah, kind of filter that yeah, out and pick out of it what you want, haven't you, really? Yeah, that, that's, that's it, really. I mean, but um, to be honest, you know, I mean, it, in the circles that, that, you know, if you're just thinking about, you know, music and stuff, it's, it, it's pretty cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's good, but... Yeah, it's funny. I, I kind of just try and stay very focused on the music, you know. And, and, and yeah, that, me too. It. Now is yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been banned so many times from Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm up to like thirty day bans, so they ban me for thirty days at a time. And uh, yeah, just just because you post a silly joke or something, and then somebody takes offence, and uh, it's just like, oh. what are you talking about? Like, you know, it's like I saw a joke. I saw a thing yesterday about that American football player coming out. Uh, as 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 gay, you know, and it was all over the news, it's mainline news. And then a, an American, uh, they've got sort of like a loose women program in America with like five oh, women right. hosting it or whatever. And the one woman is actually a comedian. And she said, she's this, this it was a day later about that guy coming out as gay. And uh, she said, Oh, they lost me when they because he's an American footballer. She said, Oh, they lost me when they started penetrating the end zone. And I, okay, you know, and it's quite a funny joke, really. But it was so much offence taken, you know, especially on Twitter. I mean, Twitter's a, Twitter's a really nasty place to be sometimes. And everybody was calling for her to be fired. And, you know, mm. that, you know at the end of the day, it's just a joke, you know. Wow. And everybody's lost a sense of well, humour. It's like... This is the thing. I mean, you know, it's... Um, yeah, I mean... So she said that, did she? On the yeah, show, yeah, she said yeah. it on the television. Yeah, yeah, it was on the show. And then right. uh, yeah, before I mean, they cut to cut yeah. to the advert, I mean, she is a comedian. <laughs> Go on, there's an empty seat here, is it? <laughs> no, before they cut to the advert, she said, oh, forget, forget, forget about that joke I made. Scrub it from the show. Yeah. You know? But obviously it was a live well, program. Yeah. It was live television. But, uh, but yeah. Be careful, isn't it? it's, it's, 
what's wrong with the, people? The thing, the thing is, yeah, I mean, you know, she, she obviously, yeah, she. Let's hope that she didn't mean anything by it. You know what I mean? Because you know, you, you would, you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't say things like that. You know, so. Um, but yeah, you. But yeah, you're you're right in saying. You know, of course, w when anyone says anything, e everything is everything is, you know, is is shone upon. You know, yeah. so it's uh, that's well, the, the thing. Everyone would have jumped on her, but yeah, mm. um, well, she yeah, well, she shouldn't well, be saying she shouldn't be saying things like that. But, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, at the end of the day, she's a comedian. And she made a joke, you know. And but she's were, a like you're saying, yeah. And they yeah. were saying, you know, oh, what if Carlson had said it, or what if another male. Uh, Oh, Matt's gone. He doesn't like this conversation. Please. <laughs> oh, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> what if Carlson had said it or another male um, uh, newsreader or whatever had said it in America, you know, then their shows would have been cancelled. So she should be cancelled. And it's like, mm. it's a joke. And if you don't like the joke, move on and just let the people that like the joke enjoy the joke, you know. Instead of everybody calling for cancel, everything is about cancel culture and you're, you're not allowed to say this and you're not allowed to say that. It's like, well, just we're all we're all we're all human beings and we all not all of us like the same thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, not everybody is, likes is, rock music. Some people like folk music, yeah, 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 yeah. but we don't fucking yeah, want to yeah, kill yeah. each other on Twitter about it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, Twitter's a. Um, I quite. It's funny. I, I always quite liked Twitter in the sense that it was so. Uh, it's so quick, you know. Um, it feel. I, it's funny. You you see people on Twitter, and and it almost feels like uh, they feel like they can say, like, absolutely anything, you know. Um, so yeah, recently I've just kind of like. I don't know. It's. Yeah, I haven't all been about the music for me you know yeah, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. but the funny thing is is with you know when you make it about the music you know um people i don't know like uh, i'm not sure how how much people want to know it's like hey yeah, i'm putting a new album out you know here's some guitars you know it's like uh you know people are like oh cool you know and then if you were to just say something blase then it's like you know yeah that gets the attention. The knives are out. Yeah. 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 It's, it's bizarre. Yeah. That's why I'm always careful what I say, and then i got to try and fill the Terry. That's the way we do it. I try to be the diplomat. <laughs> well, that, that's it. That's it. You have to be diplomatic. Yeah. It is, it is art, because you, you've got to gotta sort of, like, know your audience as well. So it's yeah, even yeah, yeah. in an environment in an office, you've got to be very careful as you know as to what you say. And if it's a, a harmless joke, somebody could be walking past and you could upset them. And you know, the joke's not aiming them and you're not even telling the joke to them, but you can still offend people that just hear it. So it's um yeah. it's, it's society cool, now, cool. isn't it? That's kind of like where we are, unfortunately. You're you're right, yeah. But I, I guess in you know the, the thing about um it's like a text, you know, the thing about stuff being online is that you can't, um, you know, it's very hard to text and people not understand exactly what you're saying sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah. because, because you're not there in person. Yeah, you know? that's so, exactly right. That's, yeah, it's how you interpret it. Yeah. People have to, people have to keep that in mind, you know what I mean, like straight yeah. away. You know? um, I mean, but yeah, people, you know, this is the funny thing. I mean, I still have friends tag me on on online, you know, with 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 stuff all the time. You know, looks at me, you know, um, and it's uh, I know that they're just 
you know, they're just having fun at me, yeah. you know? It, it's not, you know, it's not, it's not even me taking, you know what I mean? Like taking the thing, but, you know, this is the yeah, thing. It's not malicious. It, no. Yeah, you have to be, you know, it's just, it's just the way it is, isn't it? But, yeah. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, it's all about the music for me, so, and, and just the projects and stuff, you know, because as soon as I get off of that, you know, if, it, if it's a case of, if I start looking at even new the news, you know, I'm just like, yeah. wow. And some of the replies, you know, it's just horrendous. I'm just like, man, I can't look at this. This is terrible, you know. Um, yeah, so I'll just, I'll, you know, I'll pick and choose, you know. I think, oh no, you know, put, go back to the positive world, your positivity, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> so if um, if you took your band yeah so you know disrespect to the cold hearts that are in there at the moment with mm. any musician alive or dead who would you uh, who would you put it in your play with you on stage whoa that's toughy um i think i think steve clark would be one of them And I would say John Bonham, Steve Clark Bonham, well, and um, maybe maybe on uh, on bass. Okay, Bill Liner. Bill Liner, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was I was just going to say it to you actually. <laughs> What, 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 to say put him on base? Yeah, 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 because we're thinking alike there, I think. But, but the thing is, is that I'd probably be just like, oh no, you sing, you sing as well. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking as well. I'll just sit back and watch. Put Phil Line on base. I'm just going to sit and watch, yeah. Because he, he, you know, he's, he's backing you up all day, you know? Yeah. As, as with his vocals, I mean, not, not only with the bass, but with his vocals also. Oh, yeah. But that would be a pretty cool band. I've never thought of that. That's a, that was a bit of an on the spot one. Yeah. Mm. That was a, yeah, I never thought of that so much. But yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Cool, no? Yeah. Cool. yeah. All right, guys. Okay. Any any questions, Terry? No, I haven't got anything. Any questions, mate? I'm gonna let you okay. run this one. I run the one yesterday. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we take it in turns. <laughs> But yeah, nice so, to meet uh, you, Matt. Yeah, so we'll be and I'll be seeing you very, very soon on the mountain. Uh, and uh, and then you've got a few shows coming up this year as well, and then the new album next year. Yeah, hopefully well, the new um, album. Yeah, the new well, the new album's going to be out at some point. You know, it's to be, it, it has to be done. Um, <clears throat> um, but like I said, at this point of time when I'm thinking about it's going to be next year I would have thought but hopefully you know that maybe a single will be out by the uh, um, by the end of the year but um, I'm really excited about it there's some there's some really exciting tunes on there um, yeah good can't say too much at the moment really yeah yeah that's the trouble with, uh, with you with secretive musicians <laughs> <laughs> no it is it is because it's a case of all I can say is it's I'm gonna get it out there somehow. It's gonna it's gonna go out, but um, yeah, hopefully. It, I think the biggest thing about it is it's like uh, in what in what way in what fashion? You know, would it be a, another self release? Would it be with a label? You know, would it be this? Would it be that? 
you know. Um, so um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Um, but as it gets out, you know, that's yeah. that's that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And uh, hopefully you'll come back on and talk about it when it's out, or just absolutely. before it comes out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, that's what I said. To, I was saying that to Dave. You know, I was saying, uh, you know. Um, we should talk then, but of course he was like, "No, no, come on now." And then, as well, <laughs> that's right. Like, yeah. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, we get to know you, and uh, and our audience gets to know you a little bit, and then uh, they can go through your back catalogue, and then everyone gets excited for when your new stuff comes out. Brilliant. I think. I mean, great to meet you, and thanks for having me on the show. I mean, yeah, and for people that have never really gone through that back catalogue that might only know me from. Um, Matt Mitch and the Cold Hearts, or or Color of Noise. Um, as Dave said earlier, yeah, it's quite a colourful uh, mixture, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. It 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 goes from blue to heavy to light um, to yeah. It's kind of it's kind of you know it's all around. So um, that's interesting. And um, yeah, you reminded me of the uh, the strip back sessions that me and Bruce did. That was. Uh, that was a good memory that so uh, yeah that's that's one for people to check out yeah it's really really good I'll, I'll i'll share some of those in the in the socials when this comes out so i'll put put your new singles on well your current singles and then i'll put some of the color and noise on durian as well so thank you man we'll get uh, we'll get everybody listen to it it's good stuff thank you oh thanks for coming on it's been good i have got one one uh, final question uh, cool. i meant to ask um, what's your inspiration when you're doing your songwriting? Well, um, it's people really. Um, it's a very, I can't help, but I'd love to be a little more, I'd, I'd love to kind of think, oh yeah, I'm writing a song about um, the way that the, the, the concrete uh, comes apart and blah blah you know I, i've got friends that you know are in like some you know wonderful kind of concept bands or you know thing and, and they always come out with these great uh songs i go what's that about and and i'm so interested and they go what's your song about and i feel terrible by going oh it's about his girlfriend yeah. or, <laughs> or it's about you know it's about it's about uh my actually talking about earlier talking about my dad uh, there was Probably every year I probably write a song about my relationship with my dad. Every year of my life, it's crazy. So um, that, uh, yeah, that's so. Saying that, there's people in my life normally influence me, um, and I get influenced by watching people in their lives as well. Like, so for instance, if I have a friend that's going through a hard time, or a friend that's going through an amazing time, that might influence me as well. But it's normally always about the people and 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 the story of our lives kind of tunes really. Um, it really is, you know, and that's it. Just seems to be what inspires me to write. Yeah. Um, and not only sad times, but happy times too. You know. Yeah. Um, I did. I I have on a few occasions tried to venture off and write about things that are happening. Um, outside of that, really, more kind of like very much worldly. Um, and I've done that on this new record. Um, I did a little of that on the on the on the debut um, as well. 
Um, but yeah, it's normally about um, it's about people, you know, people around me, people that I meet. You know, yeah, I get inspired by um, that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, but it's funny you should say that. I'd say yeah, there's probably about there's probably about forty songs written about um, <laughs> about like my dad or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. which is great, you know, because it obviously means. You know, it's been a a big inspiration. Yeah. You know? uh, but it's not that I, at the end, and I won't realize it at the time. I realize I go, oh, that's about that's about my dad and when he passed, or this or that, or you know, it would be a, you know, it's it's interesting because sometimes I don't realize that. Yeah. Until yeah. until later on, um, I listen to the lyrics again and I think, oh, I thought more about this, but it's like no, I think it's more about that. You know, yeah. oh wow. Yeah. Is um, your mum still alive, man? <clears throat> my mum's still alive. She's she's very much alive. Um she's she's great. She's uh yeah, she's awesome. Don't you um, get jealous about all these songs about your dad? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she knows. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the thing is is that um I'll yeah, I'll have to get her to watch your podcast and then I'll just see if That's I it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, man, this one's we'll about you. Chat. This one's about you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'll chat with you. Where's my? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, just those kind of things, really. Um, I don't know. It's it's it's. She's she's good. She's good. Um, she's she's all good. Yeah. Brilliant. Great Brilliant stuff. I'll tell I'll tell her you said hi. Yeah. Yes. Do. <laughs> Hello, Matt's mum. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell her to fast the forward to the end. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on. Rock and roll, right? Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, Matt, and uh, I can't wait for the new album, and I can't wait to see you on stage, Matt. Too, too long. Yeah, I, I, I look forward to catching you down at Steelhouse. It's going to be... Uh, it's going to be amazing. I'd love to stick around for the whole the whole um, event, but I, I've actually uh, there's other gigs that I've got to go and do um, straight away the next day. So uh, um, I'll be there that day that we're playing. And yeah, thoroughly enjoying myself as always. Are you driving? Because I'll get you a beer if you're not. Um, I will be driving, uh, but but um, that doesn't mean to say that I won't. It doesn't mean to say that I won't be driving. The other, the other side yeah, of the driving. Yeah. 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 So, um, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But, yeah. Um, yeah, thank you. No problem. We'll see you soon. Thank you, mate. Yeah, thanks, thanks, for, uh, thanks for coming on. And we'll thanks, talk guys. to you again about your new album. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Cheers, Matt. Thank you. Take care. Stay safe. Yeah. And you, thank man. you. And Bye. you. Thanks, man. Bye. Bye-bye. been moved all right yes good it's been removed good yeah always comes up with a removed thing on it oh, okay yeah, yeah if i kick him off if he's because i thought he was going to be waiting for me so uh yeah if i remove him then he's gone straight away so. ah, okay yeah he's a really good front man really good really good live so i'm not i'm not surprised when he said you know color and noise was all about the live music because he's, uh, you can see, he, he loves being on stage and he's very um, going and, you know, he's, he's a very, very good front man to watch. So I'm looking forward to that.
Yeah, yeah. When the Steelers now? Um, it's next month. Um, I think it's the end of July. I'm not sure, like the second or third weekend in July. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm just you know thinking that it's going to happen. So because um, it's got a really really good lineup, so uh, I can't wait. But I, the funny thing is, I got I got Matt's T-shirt here, but that's a medium, and this one is a large. And I remember when I bought this, they only had large left, and I was slimmer back then, so I I don't even. But that one fits me, so I could have to squeeze into that one ready for the best one, I think. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's uh, yeah, really good guy, great life, and uh, I can't wait to see him. And yeah, the new album would be good. Yeah, just hope the festival goes ahead then, and uh, otherwise it's going to be a bit of a shame. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm uh, I've got everything crossed for that. Yeah, they haven't announced anything else in the Welsh news. No, in you know, in, in fairness, Steelhouse are, are staying that. It, it's going ahead and they, they've announced all the lineup. Like I said, you know, one of the bands um, fell out and they've just shifted everybody up the line. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Anthrax. Yeah, Anthrax pulled out, unfortunately. Um, you know, I've had, I've had my tickets through. I've had the, the glamping tickets have come through. There's people that are posting because we are a member of the Steelhouse Arch group and they're posting on stuff every day, counting down the days. Yeah, and yeah. sharing all music of the bands that are coming on there as well. So um, yeah, everybody's right. really excited. It's going to happen. Tidy. Let's look forward to uh, seeing Matt. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said I'm going to I'm going to have to guess something on my phone, and um, I'll try and get a couple of little uh, interviews before or after. Because the, the nice thing with Steelhouse is the majority of the acts do mingle with um, with the fans. You know, obviously the the top acts don't necessarily come off come and mingle um a lot of the time but they do sometimes sneak around earlier on in the day so um you never know we'll try and get a few uh few little quick interviews with people while i'm there well i told you what to do yeah yes i'm gonna do that as well <laughs> <laughs> all right then mate right all right we'll call it a day yeah i, was, I enjoyed that yeah yeah nice guy a nice one yeah he's a top guy he's a nice top guy, guy. Yeah, they all have been, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, it's so good, yeah. So, cool. yeah. <laughs> all right, then, mate. Over and out. Before you do go. Go on, then. The expression on your face when he mentioned Wigger did make me <laughs> And I knew exactly what you were thinking, because obviously when we had that, that the, the chat with the Autumn Killers and Rob said about Wigger, and you were like, is he a real... Look at as soon as that mentioned that, huh? I just seen your face like that when you started chuckling. <laughs> so yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, he said a couple of things actually that, that tell me. I was thinking back to other podcasts. I was like, yeah, yeah, you obviously, obviously didn't watch that one. <laughs> no, he didn't watch the one. That's cool. So, all right, right. All right yeah, take so it easy. Have a good evening. Yeah, have a good and you. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, take care. All right.